This past week, I received in the mail a magazine called uh, Connected Parish, and I've never seen the magazine before, and I was about to pretty much just throw it away like I do with most magazines I've never seen before, uh, but a picture on the cover kind of caught my attention. And that picture was of either a seminarian or a priest, can't really tell, but he was in a cassock and a surplus, uh, kind of with his hand on his head with the look of like, I'm so confused. I thought, hmm, this is an interesting picture. So I picked up the magazine and started to look at it more closely. And it's actually a magazine that just got put out to all the parishes in the United States for a priest and some staff as well, trying to help us connect better uh, to, to parishioners, as well as this different ministry options and some, some words of advice as well. So I started flipping through the magazine. There was a section called From the Pews. And from that section, it was a survey that was put out in 2021 uh, to churches and parishioners, kind of random parishioners throughout the United States. And there's three things that parishioners were hopeful uh, that the priest or the deacon, whoever the preacher is, I may preach more about. The first one, I'm only going to go over the first two. Uh, the first one uh, was, they said, we wish that when the homeless was preaching, they would, you know, share some, some of the, the struggles that maybe they've had in their faith. And to realize that having faith, our faith journey, isn't always easy. That it can be a struggle. So often, at least I know I've fallen into this myself, we, we present something like, ah, it's no big deal. Faith is a big deal. And it can be hard sometimes. The second thing that the survey revealed was it said, you know, yes, we know the teaching of the Catholic Church when it comes to the Eucharist. We know that we believe that Jesus truly is present in the Eucharist. But it's not that easy to understand. It can be difficult to understand. And we struggle with it, is what the survey kind of revealed. You know, so often we think of the Trinity, we think the Trinity is hard. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And that, that is, it's a mystery. But the Eucharist, to believe that Jesus truly is present in the Eucharist, how can that be? How can Jesus truly be present in a piece as appears like a piece of bread? And it makes sense that it could be some struggle believing in the Eucharist. St. John Vianney himself says if we truly understood the Eucharist, Jesus being present in the Eucharist, when we received him, our heart would explode in love. We would literally die if we fully understood the Eucharist. So it makes sense that we can struggle with this. You know, for, for myself as well, I know that I've gone through a journey of, of belief when it comes to uh, the Eucharist. You know, as a second grader, it's not that hard to believe in the Eucharist. Why? Well, we believe what our parents tell us, right? If our parents tell us Jesus is truly present in the Eucharist, we might have a couple questions, but we're going to believe them because we look up to them. If they don't, maybe they may struggle with it, at least our teachers taught us that or the, the priest did. I remember when I was in, in second grade wearing that white suit. I'm like, yeah, I get to receive Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. It was pretty cool. Father Kevin Clinton gave me my first communion. It was awesome. And if he believed it, then I was going to believe it. Even through junior high, I was very blessed, as many of us were, that we, we, we grew up in, in the Catholic faith, coming to Mass and receiving Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. I was able to have great uh, teachers, and it's something I didn't really question that, that much. By the time I got to high school, 
very fortunate to be involved in, in youth group and start doing some adoration with youth group, go on Steubenville trips and then see when they brought out the Eucharist and Eucharistic adoration. I thought, hmm, there's something special going on here. And so I continued to, to believe. Praise God, right? Eventually entered the seminary at St. John Vianney College Seminary and all of a sudden they said, we're supposed to do a holy hour every single morning. Thinking, why are we doing a holy hour every morning? Like, oh, that makes sense. We're in front of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. So that's what you do. You kind of fall in, in line. And I didn't really question at all, for whatever reason, for the most part, uh, the belief that Jesus was present in the Eucharist. Eventually, I got to St. Paul's Seminary. I took a class on the Eucharist. It was great. Father Cousins, now Bishop Cousins taught it. I made me understand the Eucharist so much better. And I thought, hmm, all right, let's go. But then all of a sudden, something happened. And it was my third year at St. Paul Seminary. In the beginning of the year that year, the beginning of the academic year, all of a sudden, some doubt started to creep in about Jesus truly being present in the Eucharist. And it freaked me out. I remember going to my spiritual director. I remember going to, at the time, uh, Father Serba, eventually Bishop Serba, God rest his soul. And I said... I'm not sure completely that I believe that Jesus truly is present in the Eucharist. And I didn't understand why. Why did this unbelief come? And I'd taken classes on, on the Eucharist. I was going to daily mass. I was, I was living a pretty holy life, right? I was going to adoration. Everything was going well. And all of a sudden, this appeared. And I remember him looking at me and him, say, him saying, Alex, it's going to be all right. And he must have said that every single time I met with him. And as much as he said that, I couldn't believe it. You see, inside I was having a huge crisis of faith. And it felt like I couldn't tell anyone I'm struggling with this. Because if I would have told other people outside of spiritual direction, how could I be ordained a deacon then? Even for myself, I'm like, if I can't believe that Jesus truly is present in the Eucharist, then how am I going to be ordained a deacon eventually to be a priest? And it was terrifying. But I took those words by Father Serba and said, okay, he's a wise guy, he's a, he's a spiritual guy. It's going to be all right, but God, you've got to help me. And of course, I dove into to deeper prayer. I dove into deeper study. But it still didn't matter, it felt like. There still was that unbelief still there. And then one day, I went to class. I preached about this before. I went to Jonah and literature, so the study of, of John's you know, literature, the, mainly the Gospel of St. John and his other writings. And it was being taught, as I mentioned before, maybe by Father Scott Carl. The joke between the, the seminarians was Father Scott Carl, he's, he's a very holy priest, he's, he's a great priest. Uh, it was his first year teaching. And everyone but one person thought he was the most boring teacher in the world. The one person that did not think he was the most boring teacher in the world was me. I thought he was the greatest teacher in the world. Because what he would do is literally go line by line by line. So we started with John chapter 1, verse 1, and we went. It was very easy to take notes that way. I could finally understand something. Well, eventually we got to John chapter 6. Of course, John chapter 6, we know, begins with the feeding of the 5,000, just like we heard today from, from Luke's account. 
We know what happens. Jesus leaves, so they want to anoint him and make him king. He escapes. They track him down. They want another miracle. They go into talking more about the food from heaven, the manna from the, in the desert, just like the Israelites had as they went from Egypt to the Holy Land. And then we get to John 6, 51 to 58. And I remember the exact class, the exact day we went through this. Father Carl handed out a handout. I've actually given this handout to other people since then, right? And there were some Greek words in there which were foreign to me because I don't know Greek, but he was able to explain. And what he explained was the message of Jesus in this bread of life discourse. By the way, I had seen all this before. I had studied this before, but it just didn't click. But that day, it did. And I heard those words that Jesus said. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in him. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Unlike your ancestors who ate and still died, whoever eats this bread will live forever. And I could feel that, that spiritual darkness a little bit and that doubt starting to fall away. And I remember I couldn't wait to leave that class and run to the chapel. So as soon as class was over, I didn't run, I didn't want to make a huge scene, right? But I sped walk right to the chapel. I went into a little side chapel at St. Mary's Chapel there at St. Paul's Center where the tabernacle was. I kneeled down and I said, I believe. And it was so beautiful. And I thought more about it. And I thought more about it since. What a great gift God gave me. And gives you sometimes when doubt starts to creep in. When even there's a crisis of faith. I went back to those words that Father Service said. It's going to be all right. I couldn't believe him, but I needed to believe him. See, God took care of me. Why? Well, because he takes care of all of us. Because he loves us. Because he wants to give himself to us. And even in our unbelief, what must we do? We must go to him and say, Lord God, help me in my unbelief. And what is he going to do? He's going to help. It's not always immediate. Sometimes we need to continue to have that, that, that struggle of faith. Sometimes doubt will creep in. But we can't just let it sit there and say, mm, I have doubts, I have questions. We must address it. We must bring it to the Lord, lay it down before him, and know that he will help us. Why? Because he loves us, and he desires to help us. He loves us so much that he gives his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to us, truly present in the Eucharist. And when we come and receive him, that we are able to share in his divinity. And yes, is this teaching hard to believe sometimes? Of course it is. Even after that bread of life discourse, what happened? We go on in John chapter 6. Many of his followers came to him and said, Lord, this saying is hard to believe. Who can, who can follow it? And many left. So we should not be surprised that we have questions. We should not be surprised when even doubt creeps in. 
But when that happens, or if that happens, or if it's happening right now, don't give up. Persevere. And that's in any part of our faith. Not just giving up, but persevering and knowing that the Lord is near and that he is there to help. The United States Council of Bishops, Catholic Council of Bishops, knows that this is a question that many people in the pews have about the belief of the Eucharist. A couple years ago, a survey was put out, and 30% of people that identify as Catholics, so I think it's a little bit different percentage of those who are in the pews, but those who identify as Catholics, only 30% believe that Jesus was truly present in the Eucharist. I mean, 70% did not actually believe that Jesus is present in the tabernacle. This was alarming to the bishops. It was alarming to all of us, I hope. And so because of this, they put together something. It's called the uh, National Eucharistic Revival. And it starts today, 2022. The first year, the focus is actually uh, for priests and bishops and deacons to come together and to fall more in love with the Eucharist and also equip us better to preach about uh, the Eucharist, to teach about the Eucharist, promote the Eucharist. The second year is to go into the parishes and once again have that revival when it comes to, to the Eucharist. As you know, our parish, our main goal is we want to be centered on uh, the Eucharist. That's why we continue to promote, of course, Eucharistic adoration, coming to daily Mass, coming here every single Sunday and, and receiving him. But next year we're going to focus even more on this. The third year is actually going out into the world, especially our country, the United States, which let's be honest right now, we need God. We need God. And God wants to give himself to us, especially in the Eucharist. He wants to transform our hearts. He wants us to know that not only is he near, he wants to be with us. He wants to be our help, our everything. And so the bishops have put this together. Praise God. We want to be like St. John Vianney. We want to say, I want to understand everything about the Eucharist, even when it causes my heart to explode because it will explode out of love. And so today as we celebrate the solemnity of Corpus Christi, the body and blood of Christ, we thank him. We thank him for his love and we thank God for the gift of himself truly present in the Eucharist. If we have any of that doubt, any of that unbelief, we know that he is there to help. Don't give up. Don't give up. The Lord is near who wants to give himself completely to you and to help you to be able to share in his divinity.